we want to talk now about what is happening in Germany because they are set to return this weekend. The Bundesliga has been given the green light uh, by the Chancellor there in Germany to get underway after the 15th of May and uh, that should be Saturday then the 16th of May. So from one great commentator to another, let's welcome on the line now the renowned Derek Ray just to look ahead to Germany's Bundesliga and what we can expect and if you think it's a familiar voice this uh, he's a commentator that's covered European football of course with Lee Dixon on the FIFA game. Yeah, I'm sure you'll recognize him. Mr. Ray, good evening. Thank you for speaking to us here in South Africa. Good evening. It's an absolute pleasure. And thank you for that very kind introduction. Thank you. I hope that you're well during this time of COVID-19. How are you coping? Well, thank you for asking. Uh, I'm actually coping fine. I should maybe explain to everyone, I live here in the United States in the Boston area and normally spend a lot of time traveling, in fact, back and forth to Germany quite a bit. But obviously that's not happening and that's not going to be happening for some time because in our community here we've been fairly badly affected by COVID-19. Massachusetts is the third highest state in that category that you don't want to be particularly high in in terms of cases and so it's going to take a little bit of time before um, things go back to some semblance of normality uh, in this particular area. Before we talk about uh, the Bundesliga, let's just talk about FIFA for a little bit. I, we spoke to Martin Tyler the other day, last year, Mr. Martin Tyler, and he was telling us how, how you go into the booth and you do this commentary and how amazed um, he is and how they put it together. Does it work the same for you? Do you just go into the booth and do commentary? Yes, as Martin has told you before, it's great fun. Uh, if anybody um, were to come on this program who works with me, uh, making FIFA, they would tell you that I go in with a big smile on my face every day and I come out with a big smile on my face. I'm a bit more tired by the end of the working day because uh, it is vocally quite challenging in a good way. Uh, we commit ourselves while we do it. And it really is amazing to hear and see the whole thing come together. And that's a great tribute to the very talented people at EA Sports on the production side, on the audio side uh, it really truly is a team effort and i feel very honored to be a small part in it all you're a big part of our lives that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> but now let's talk german football firstly why is germany ready to return does it talk to how they've been able to deal with the coronavirus as a country well i think it's fair to say in comparison with other european countries and certainly in comparison with the united states Germany has been much more on the ball, to use a football expression, with regard to its handling of COVID-19. I listen a lot to some of the foremost virologists in German society, and they will tell you that it was a combination of doing many of the right things early on, but it was also uh, luck to an extent, because um, you know, luck is maybe not the right word uh, when it comes to a virus, but German people did see what was happening very close to them in Italy. And I think as a result of that, they uh, took note of it. And there was a determination in all the various states. There are 16 different states within Germany. It's a highly decentralized country. There was a determination to get on top of it. And so action was taken in a way that maybe it wasn't in a few other countries. Now, the testing capacity in Germany is also um, better than it is uh, in many other countries, so there is more scope to test. And again, testing and contact tracing was done much earlier. 
the, the very first test actually in Germany was developed as early as the middle of January. Mm. So you can see in many respects why Germany was slightly ahead of the curve, ahead of the game, and the overall case numbers have been fewer uh, in comparison with many of Germany's neighbours. And so the DFL, who run the Bundesliga and the second division, the Zweite Bundesliga, have said for some time that they see it as very important to be able to come back and play football. Now, of course, they've had to await the green light. You mentioned Chancellor Merkel, not just from the Chancellor, but also from the various state governments. Mm. And they met last week and decided that they would give it the green light, although there's no doubt it's a day-by-day situation. Everyone is watching very closely to see if case numbers are going up to see what's happening around the different football clubs and of course there have already been positive cases. Yes we saw that in the second division there were positive cases does it change anything? It doesn't change anything for now. The CEO of the DFL Christian Seifert went on national TV on the ZDF channel on Saturday night and this was just in the immediate aftermath of the Dynamo Dresden cases Mm. from the second division, Dynamo Dresden, the bottom club in the second division and uh, he said no, all that would change for now would be that two matches for Dynamo Dresden would be postponed. Um, The strong likelihood is it'll be three matches postponed because their third game is a midweek match and uh, they would only just be back in training because it's 14 days quarantine that the squad has been told to go into by the local health authority. And this again comes back to the fact that in Germany, many of the decisions are local decisions and the DFL can do nothing about that. So they're going to have to make up games. And that, of course, does present a slight sporting question because the fact is now Dynamo Dresden best case scenario are going to be playing weekends and then midweeks not necessarily every week between now and the proposed end of the season at the end of June but certainly a lot of midweeks but for now uh, it is on with the plan but again these testings are happening uh, not every day but a couple of times a week and I think everybody connected with German football simply has to wait and see if there are more positive cases and how that might affect other clubs. But at the moment, uh, it's only Dynamo Dresden and their opponents for those first two match days following the restart, but in likelihood, in all likelihood three, um, who would be affected. Okay, we're just going to take a quick break. Uh, Mr. Rain will continue after this. We are speaking to Bundesliga commentator Derek Gray about the return of football in Germany this weekend. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Still talking about the return of football in Germany. Now it's confirmed, uh, Mr. Ray, that the matches will be played behind closed doors. Is there a number of how many people can be inside a stadium? rules in this respect which have been laid down by the DFL and it's we're looking really at around just over 300 when it comes down to um, obviously playing personnel, coaching staff, um, journalists, other organisers, you still need ball boys, you obviously need medical staff, you still need security people. So it, it does actually... Um, uh, come to a, uh, to a higher number than maybe people would expect. And uh, as I said, the rules are particularly strict, and I think for understandable reasons. And some of the other guidelines that have been issued today uh, are along the lines, for example, of coaches having to wear masks and all personnel on the bench having to wear masks. Um, the coach can remove his mask 
uh, if he's giving instructions to a player, but there has to be distance in place. There has to be an acceptable distance. There's even been talk about using some of the empty stands to actually house, if you like, some of the substitutes and, and other personnel, because let's face it, you don't want to have 10, 11, 12 people uh, you know, packed like sardines inside uh, a bench, mm. as you normally would see at a football game. So we're having to sort of rethink our norms when it comes to football. Um, you know, for example, there won't be any high-fiving. You're not oh. going to see swarms of players celebrating goals. You can do it with a very quick um, elbow-tap, elbow-to-elbow, or foot-to-foot. That's been confirmed. But uh, spitting is to be avoided, for example. That's maybe something that can come in for good uh, if we ever do return to, to normal. Sure. And and how are they going to play the games? Are they going to play on weekends only? Are they going to play in midweek? Because we also know German football for those Friday night games. Well, there won't be a Friday night game for this initial match day. Uh, it will be a Saturday start. And that really was because the DFL wanted to be in line with government guidelines, which said the second half of May um, should be the, the starting date. It should take effect from the second half of May. So the 16th of May is Saturday. That's the second half of May, technically. Um, but in principle, yes, um, they haven't actually released the full match schedule beyond this initial match day. But in mm. principle, you would have Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. For this first week, it'll be Saturday, Sunday and then one game on Monday, but all behind closed doors. So, so that's how it's going to work. It'll be the, the usual kickoff times for German football, which would be 3.30 in the afternoon, uh, on a Saturday, that's the traditional kickoff for most of the games, and then a 6:30 kickoff on a Saturday, a couple of different times on a Sunday, uh, and then whether it's Friday or Monday, it's traditionally 8:30. So they've tried to keep those things in place. Obviously, one of the other things people are, are looking out for, or making sure doesn't happen, is a gathering of fans. Mm. And the indications that we're getting are that fans really have no interest in doing that. And certainly the authorities have no interest in that sort of thing happening. And the same would apply to big gatherings in people's living rooms. So on all levels, it's going to be a new experience. And do you think if it is successful, it could pave the way then for other leagues uh, to return? Will other leagues be looking at the Bundesliga in Germany to see how and what they do? Well, I think the other leagues in other countries, in fact, other sports, have already contacted the Bundesliga because they've seen this hygiene plan that, as I said earlier, is very detailed, and they would like to know more about it. Um, I think that perhaps are one or two dangers in just copying and pasting from one country to another, because, of course, every country is different, and the medical situation in every country is different. So um, you can take certain principles that apply, that might apply to Germany, with its better testing capacity and the fact that it got on top of the COVID-19 situation much earlier than other countries did. But you can't necessarily say, OK, let's just do everything that Germany is doing and then football can come back. It also has to be the right time in each country. Mm. And uh, I think if you study right across the board, there are some European countries that quite simply are not going to be ready to come back and play football even behind closed doors uh, until maybe the autumn, uh, maybe even beyond that. It just depends who you talk to. So um, certainly knowledge will be gleaned from what's happening in Germany, but uh, I think we're a long way from saying, yeah, let's just monitor for a couple of weeks and then implement for ourselves. Finally, before we talk tennis and the return of possible return of tennis in South Africa, when was the last time the Bundesliga was so exciting? Only six points separating Bayern Munich and Gladbach. 
Yeah, it's one of the most exciting title run-ins that we've had for many a long year. I suppose you could say last season was exciting uh, in terms of when it came down to it. You had Bayern and Borussia Dortmund in the final week and both had a chance of winning the Meisterschale. But this season you have Leipzig in there as well. Um, You have Gladbach who are not too far away. You have Leverkusen. Uh, Schalke have performed better than many expected while having dropped away recently. But Bayern are still the team to beat. I think everybody knows that. And I would say just looking at the fixture list, I think it does favour Bayern München a little bit in comparison with the closest challengers. But you're absolutely right to say this. Uh, It it is a a title race to savour. It's going to be under very different circumstances. It's not quite going to be football as it's meant to be, which is what we talk about a lot with all the fans and uh, an atmosphere surrounding these games. It's going to be a very different feeling. But let us hope, uh, if we get back to uh, playing business this weekend, that we can have a compelling title race. And we all know that the quality of football is very high and that shouldn't change. Great stuff. Thanks for speaking to us, Mr. Ray. And uh, great chatting to you here in South Africa. My pleasure to be on with you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That's the Bundesliga commentator there, Derek Ray.